We're joined in studio this evening on Sports Talk by New Zealand Herald League writer Michael Burgess as we look at the strange comings and goings of the last couple of days within this team that's never short of a storyline. <laughs> it must be uh, magnificent writing up the Warriors every week. You're never short of material, are you, Mike? Never short of material. I mean, Das, um, you know, I was hoping we'd be talking about Jazz Tavanga's 100th game tomorrow against the Dragons uh, because he's a guy that has really epitomised the club, you know, a local product, done well but we're not of course we're here to we're here to talk about other things which is a bit of a shame but yeah the last two days uh haven't been uh, i don't think it's been uh great news for the warriors has it yeah well, well i'll actually talk about the junkyard dog shortly because i <laughs> and this is a this is a name that was coined by uh ex-coach stephen kearney back in the day um around the what what he actually brought to the park brought to the park we'll talk about that later but the the main reason here is uh, chanel harris tavita it looks like He's been offered a contract. He doesn't want it. There are five other clubs that are out there looking for him. And this kind of underlines the issues that the Warriors have got. They can't hold players. When they develop players, they disappear before they get to their full potential. I, I, I struggle with this. I'm presuming Chanel Harris-DeVita either wants a whole lot of money or he just wants to move somewhere else because he spent, what, six, seven years at Mount Smart. He just needs to spread his wings a wee bit. I don't know if money is is the big issue here, Das, um, but, but I... I feel like the Warriors have there's there's two things really. Number one, his development at the club has been far from straightforward. You know, he came in in 2019. What happened? Sean Johnson left just as he came in. Uh, he's played under three different coaches. He's had so many different halves partners. But the main thing, Das, I think, is that the Warriors have always seemed to hedge their bets with him. They haven't been quite sure. You know, they've always been asking, oh, we want you to prove yourself a bit more before we offer you this deal or that deal. Peter O'Sullivan certainly wasn't sure about him. I know Craig Hodges, the new general manager of football, is much more of a fan of him. But I just feel like even a year or so ago, you'd say to a guy like him, you're our priority. We want you to stay, how we can make it work. Uh, but instead, we've seen the news about Luke Metcalf coming in. They've signed the young kid from the Roosters. They brought Ash Taylor over. It didn't work out, but they brought him in. Um, so there's been, I don't know, a lot of other alternatives. So if you're Chanel, you wonder maybe, does this club really want me? And I feel that he's a local boy. He's proven his commitment so many times and his real dedication. And I think his ability... Not the finished product, but his ability is there, and you can see some potential, Dust. Yeah, that's a really important point you make, uh, potential, because he's still young. Uh, he's been around a long time. What is he, 22, 23? Still a very young player. And we've seen the leaps and bounds, especially defensively, in his game over the last couple of years. We know there's more to iron out, but surely you want to invest in because that guy screams the future of the Warriors. And I think your point you made around, well, we'll actually just try a bit of you and a bit of you and a bit of you and a bit of you. <laughs> no, Chanel's sitting there going, well, where's the love? You know, is that what he's thinking? Well, you you know, without talking to him, it's hard to say. But um, the, the thing with local guys, mate, and there's less and less of them, but you remember back in the day when there were more local guys, it means more to them. Mm. It means more so you get a different performance out of them. And and if you look at the clubs that are really successful, like Penrith, uh, they're built around local players, and that's sort of the model the Warriors used to have, and it's the model I think they could have in the future. So a guy like Chanel is super important. 23, 44 NRL games, just coming into the stage where you think, I mean, we've seen his, his improvements this year in his kicking game, you know, a couple of those 40-20s. His offensive game is coming on, and as you mentioned, as a defender, he's tough. He's always been a good defender, and, and he seems to be getting better. He's far from perfect, far from the finished product, but 
I don't know. I think if he does go, and it's ninety nine percent sure he will, uh, it's it's a real it's a real blow. Is there, I think, a turnaround possibly from the Warriors once they gauge public opinion that actually maybe they do need to get him? Is that off the table? Do you think? I think the I think the Warriors uh, are pretty keen on uh, retaining him, and as I say. There was a change when Craig Hodges came into that GM role in uh, October and Peter O'Sullivan left. I just feel that Hodges rated him much higher than O'Sullivan did. And that happens. Yeah, everyone's got opinions. Um, but I just feel from what I've heard that the, the ship might have sailed. Right. But you never know. You know, the the, the contract is, is, is still on the table um, and, and he hasn't signed with anyone else. So we'll just wait and see. But... You know, it, it looks unlikely, I think. Michael Burgess, league writer from New Zealand Herald, joining us in studio. So there are up to five clubs who are chasing him. Who are the front runners, do you think? Uh, there's uh, yeah, two NRL clubs, when we say five, two NRL clubs, and there's at least three Super League clubs uh, in England. I mean, probably every Super League club would want him, but <laughs> I, I don't know what you think, Dars, but I think it's um, it, it'd, be, it'd be a shame. I think he's prob- it's probably too early for him to go there. You know, he's a guy that, we could see in the NRL for another five, seven, eight years. So um, uh, I know the Raiders are interested. I don't know the identity of the other club at the moment. So, And whether some others will come out of the woodwork, who knows? Well, let's talk about the identity of the club that's going to take Matt Lodge because he's the other name that uh, well, when we found out today. He's been released with immediate effect, saying that he doesn't think he could be a New Zealand warrior didn't think he could base himself in New Zealand, even though he signed for a club, the New Zealand Warriors. But another story for another day. But is it odd that they would grant him his release immediately, considering the positive effect he's had on this side up the middle? He's been one of the constants during the season so far. On the surface, it seems odd, Darcy. Uh, so from all you, all you would think is that he was pushing for that. You know, he was really pushing for that. And if he's really pushing for an early release, I'm not really sure why. There's still 13 games in the season, unless he's got another deal lined up and he wants to go. If he's really pushing, the old adage, you don't want to have a guy at the club that doesn't want to be there. But he's been really uh, a really strong performer this year. Whenever he's been off the field, it's been noticed in terms of the momentum they lose. And so he will leave a void. Even though Torhu Harris is back and Josh Curran will be back soon, I feel like he'll leave a void. So it's a real blow and it's just another another sense of instability around the club at the moment. Contracts in rugby league are toilet paper, <laughs> aren't they? I, I, I Really, if you don't like it, you just wipe your bum with it and flush it. It, it doesn't seem to matter anymore. It sounds like a cynic, but when you look at contracts across the board, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, fine, leave. What's the point? Very different to contracts out there in the real world, isn't yeah. it, Das? Bloody hell, to mine and yours and everyone. Uh, not that we're in such demand, but um, I just think over the last, uh, what has it been, about the last four years, things have changed a lot with contracts. I think contracts were a bit more watertight back in the day, but these days, the amount of mid-season switches and, and U-turns and all that sort of thing, uh, but, but didn't see this one coming. I think most people knew that he wasn't going to take up his option. He had an option for 2023, wasn't going to take that up. He's one of those sort of true blue Aussie boys that is a bit scared about the prospect of living in Auckland. Don't know why. Um, Michael Luck loved it. <laughs> Get him over here. Yeah, I know. Talk to Lucky. <laughs> but um, but but 
not seeing out the rest of his deal this year when, as you say, Darcy, he was playing well. He was he was a leader in that team. He looked like he was enjoying uh, being part of that squad. It's uh, it's it's a bit of a mystery. And and not performing this weekend, all hands to the pump. Looks like uh, Bunty Arfoa is he going to make the most of this opportunity because he's basically going to step up. And need to be uh, the number one prop, isn't he now? I mean, that, that's a, if you're looking for silver linings, that's one of them because uh, Bunty Afoa, different kind of player, mm. but he's been going really well and you sort of feel like he could have done with, say, eight to ten more minutes each game that now he's certainly going to get. So so he, he's been going well. Torhu will make a difference, um, but, but Lodge and Fanua Blake have been the two go-to, go-forward guys. What does this say long-term about the ability of the Warriors to not only attract players, that's all well and good, but to retain them? Because it seems to be a bit, like I said, a bit colanderish, for want of a better word, doesn't it? <laughs> no? It's, uh, I don't, you, you don't want to be too harsh in this weird situation they're in where they've been in Australia and they're coming back. We'll probably be able to judge it more when they're back here for good and we'll see, hey, can you actually get players over here? Because it's always been tough. But, you do wonder, mate, when someone's been part of a squad, the Warriors gave him a chance last year, last July. From memory, he wasn't, he was sort of slipping down the pecking order at the Broncos. So he was, you know, the Warriors actually helped him out by taking him mid-season. Um, it does it does kind of make you wonder because you see this less at other clubs. 